Now that the Democratic and Republican parties have presumptive nominees for president, the spotlight has turned from the primaries to the candidates themselves. And one segment of the news media shines the spotlight brighter than the others. Here's John Carroll's take. It's no secret that voters learn about presidential candidates in two ways, from their present actions and from their past ones. Television dominates the former, but print publications are essential for the latter. Take Barack Obama. Presently, with the considerable aid of broadcast and cable TV, he's sprinting to the political center hard enough to pull a hamstring. He is, for example, one, courting religious voters, two, protecting telecommunication companies that conducted warrantless wiretapping for the Bush administration, three, fleeing from many of his primary positions so markedly and so rapidly, as the editors of the Wall Street Journal put it, that he's embracing a sizable chunk of President Bush's policy. Given the current news coverage, one begins to suspect that Obama doesn't embody a new kind of politics as much as a silky smooth version of the old. Adding ballast to that suspicion, the Boston Globe just published an eye-popping report about Obama's home state ties to private developers of Chicago public housing. The developers profited from Obama's legislative support and in turn supported his political career. Chalk up to collateral damage, Chicago's disgraceful public housing conditions resulting from the developer's neglect, which apparently escaped Obama's notice. The Globe reported that the problems came to public attention in a dramatic way in 2004 after a sport utility vehicle driven by a suburban woman trying to buy drugs struck one of the buildings, causing it to collapse. That's causing it to collapse. More mundane problems were described by public housing residents in this Globe internet video. We have a mouse problem, mice everywhere, roaches. They come to the vents, yeah. Come to the vents. Where are the mice? They were in this heat. Yeah. I would say if I wasn't spraying and buying my own glue boards and putting them down, we would be overran with them. With what? With the mice and the roaches. Globe reporter Benjamin Applebaum told me the story took about three to four months to investigate, including two and a half weeks in Chicago, a costly investment on the Globe's part. But, Applebaum said, the investment seemed worth it for such a substantial report, since so much political coverage is silly scorekeeping. Yes, not to mention obsessive poll watching. The Globe report is the type of work, Applebaum added, that only print publications have the resources and the mandate to do in-depth pieces that can encompass a very complicated sweep of time. Of course, all that in-depth work can easily be undone by a flag pin, a fist bump, or a flip-flop. It's no wonder newspapers are fighting for their lives. John Carroll is a mass communication professor at Boston University and a correspondent for WGBH-TV's Beat the Press. What's your take? Share your comments about this commentary or hear more of John Carroll's take online at wgbh.org slash John Carroll.